Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch Newsletter titled, Thinking of Backgrounding Calves This Fall. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Dr. Alfredo De Constanza, who's a Nebraska Extension Educator. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Aaron. Well, as we record this podcast, we are sitting here in early October. There's a lot of folks weaning calves, thinking about, do I sell these calves now? Do I grow them, background them, maybe look at marketing them sometimes after the first of the year? Of course, there's a lot of factors that go into that decision. But as we think about that, you really walk through in this article some of the things that have changed here in the last couple of years in terms of things that are impacting how we think about backgrounding calves, the cost associated with that. Just walk through with us some of the things that, from your perspective, have have made a change here in the last couple of years and how those might shape this opportunity or option of thinking about selling calves now or backgrounding them through the fall. Thank you, Aaron. Yes. Um, you know, as we were getting into this uh, low and in cattle inventories, my mind quickly thought back of the previous uh, low and in cattle inventories and the 2013 to 2015 time period. And I thought, oh, what an opportunity. This is a great uh, time to maybe uh, get some some cash back into our operators out there. And yet uh, I'm, I'm heavily moderated by changes in, in the economics uh, beyond cattle business uh, between that time and now. And uh, so the whole gist of the article is to create a sense of awareness in uh, potential operators of backgrounding options. And I do, I am referring mainly to the cow-calf individual who may or may not background uh, every year, right? For, for grow yards, that's a different, that's a different decision. But for the cow-calf operator that will be going into winter with their cows and replacement heifers, the question is, do I also retain calves to sell after the first of the year? Which, by the way, that's been a tremendous proposition over the years from the previous high in cattle prices to, to today. There has been some good opportunity in retaining feeder calves in the fall and then selling them in the spring or after the first of the year. Uh, the question this year is, is, does that make sense? And so the whole purpose of the article is to focus the reader on things that they may not be thinking about. In the old days, the question was, do you have feed? Do you know how to feed them? Can we feed them? And today that has changed. So one of the things that you mentioned in the article that I think also has gotten my attention is as we think about the opportunity cost. So if I have that calf today and it's worth $1,600, I can sell that calf. I've got $1,600 in my pocket. I can use that to pay off my operating note or pay down other expenses. And depending on where you're at, interest rates now are somewhere in that 8 to 9% area on operating. Or if you're going out to borrow money to buy these calves, that's the same thing. That is kind of a major change from where we were just 18 months ago, say the spring of 2022, where interest rates were 4 4 4.5%. And then also when we look at the value of calves, they've really increased significantly as well. And so one of the calculations that you did is said, hey, if we hold this calf for six months and it's worth $1,600 at 8.5% interest, that's a pretty significant amount of interest. 
That is correct. And and you, pr- you put it uh, so very well there that uh, both the value of the animal plus the increase in interest rate, I mean, in essence, it, they've doubled the interest rates have, but we're compounding a larger initial sum, which translates to costs in the range of 20 to maybe 22 cents per animal per day, which which adds up very quickly. Some of the other things you talk about is just as we think about changes, the cost of operations, equipment expenses, fuel, all of those things are significant. And again, for many folks, they've got the equipment on hand. Some of those overheads are already in place. So they're kind of a sunk cost in some ways, so to speak. But there are still things we need to think about. That is correct. I mean, to me, a fuel price, this is one that shocked me last year, for example, when you turn a tractor on and run it for an hour and few things at the farm take less than an hour. Most tractors will run four gallons at that time. And, you know, at $4 a a gallon, that's $16 right there. It depends on how many animals are under the care of that hour of tractor usage to, to, to prorate that cost per, per, per animal to just, just to run that. And then uh, on top of that, you know, feed prices have, decrease some and and just looking at corn prices today they've moderated even since i wrote the article making you know those cows even way more worth it and and the market is uh, showing that really brings us to consider what we're what we are to do with these cattle one of the most important things that i think we need to think about is what is our capacity to manage and feed these calves over winter in addition to the fuel expense, the interest expense, do we have the facilities? You know, again, if it's a cow-calf operator that's been doing it every year, that's not that difficult. But if you're new in the business or new to backgrounding, uh, do you have the facilities? Do you have the water? Do you, can you keep these calves comfortable? A uh, young calf that dies weighing, you know, 600, 700 pounds will now be worth you know, you cannot afford that loss. And so those considerations are the types of things that this article attempts to get people to focus on. Again, the thing I think that you really focus on in the article, which I appreciate is let's think about other things just besides the feed cost and, and the value of getting that done, but let's consider all the things. And I think sometimes we overlook those, but especially in today's environment with the value of cattle, interest rates we're looking at, the value of inputs, uh, we do need to take that into account. Certainly. And and I think one of the things the article brings in for consideration, of course, is the fact that perhaps relative to steer calves, uh, heifer calves are not as valuable today, this fall, as their steer counterparts. But as we proceed to look at the future and watch those heifers become feeder yearling heifers and in the spring that differential fades a little bit permitting that heifer to gain value over the winter or greater value over the winter than maybe the steer counterpart so one of the potential opportunities out there is to perhaps have the operator consider marketing their steer calf crop in the fall of 23 
and then maybe holding the heifers back. This could be the situation where feed resources, other resources may not quite fit the entire calf crop, but perhaps half of the calf crop, or maybe it's the first time you're doing this, or maybe you're concerned with some of this. And then, of course, considerations that you always bring to the table, Aaron, and that is uh, protection on the perhaps on the livestock risk, risk protection to be considered for something like this if we choose to background these critters or even if we don't. Well, for more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. The title of the article we discussed today, Thinking of Backgrounding Calves This Fall.